Hello, everyone. Welcome to the third seat. It's your co-host, Josueti Vila here. We have Gabriel Becerra. That's me. And Victor Cruz. Want to get into it? Yeah. So I'll go start with the joke. An engaged couple dies and goes to heaven. They ask St. Peter, are there weddings in heaven? Peter tells them he'll get back to them. Six months go by and then a year. Finally, after two years, they get a call from St. Peter asking if they still want to get married. They say yes, and then they get married. It's a marriage made in heaven. It isn't long, though, before they realize they really weren't meant for each other. So they ask St. Peter, is there such a thing as a divorce in heaven? St. Peter responds, it took us two years to get a priest up here. How long do you think it will take to get a lawyer? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Those of us who don't know Victor, he is our friend from Point Loma Nazarene College. And him and I were roommates back in the day. We lived in the same room for a little bit? Uh, yeah. No, kind of, yeah, yeah. Definitely in the same room for a little bit, uh, at least one year, right? Well, kind of. I mean, I kind of yeah. did a, kind of hustled the school for a semester. <laughs> yeah, I remember so, that. Yeah, but uh, I mean, we always somewhat lived together. Freshman year, we were in the same hall. Mm-hmm. Sophomore year, we just spent way too much time together. <laughs> and then junior, senior year, yeah, we definitely lived together. That was yeah. fun. I guess to start off, give us some... Some favorite memories of those times. Oh, man. I think a core memory for me would actually be, I mean, I kind of hate it, but at the same time, I love it. I'd be playing in the living room, like any any game or just even sitting down doing homework. And then you and one of our other roommates, Ryan, would uh, play Rocket League. <laughs> and when they were to score a goal, a goal, they would just like scream, rush at me and start just like punching me and tackling me and like just <laughs> harassing me, really. But did. I, don't, I could be in my room studying for a final. And then he's going, go! I'm like, oh no, they're coming. Just attack me. It's just, it, it was a tradition at that point for them. So I couldn't stop them. Like, it was just their happiness or mine, and I chose their happiness. Oh, so, thank you. And um, it's funny because we were, we were back then, we were playing against a computer, even. We weren't online, like, even any kind of good yet. So after a year, we just, we're just scoring goals like every 30 seconds. <laughs> There's a constant rush on Victor's. Oh, it was so. bad. I hated it so much. I actually hated it. At one point, I was like, this is, this is just dumb. I don't need this. But yeah, core memory, definitely. That's, that's at least one of them. Two is just, I mean, so many nights were just board game nights. So mm. many board game nights. So many times of like, not many times. We didn't drink that much. But, you know, we would sometimes drink in the apartment. And then the RA would come. Remember that one time that yeah. we had like a bunch of bottles in the room just laying down. The RA randomly comes for like a random checkup. And one of her roommates, or was it you, Gabe? I don't know. The RA comes in and he's like, he wants to say hi to us, but he won't get up. Ryan, it was Ryan. He wouldn't get up from the seat because he was covering all the bottles with his body that were yeah. right next to him. And he's like, hey, and just, he won't, he won't move. It was really awkward. But it at the was, same time, it was like. Yeah, and, our, and our door was never locked in Point Loma. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. So it was like, knock, knock, swing. <laughs> and we were, and there's just like, I don't know, like 12 bottles that Ryan just like plopped down. and like, hi, you can't see this. There's just so much. I mean, we definitely, I know we spent way too much time in that apartment. That's for sure. Like, yeah, way too many, too much, too many video games, too many video games. But honestly, it's a great time. Obviously, a lot of good nights out with Gabe. I went to Palm Springs, Palm Springs recently. That was a lot of fun. Definitely a core memory. And <laughs> maybe I shouldn't get into details of what's happened that night, but it was you, definitely, you can, you can it was one for the books. I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll just say like, went to Palm Springs. First of all, it was a last second trip. Literally, I, w- I got off work at five and a friend calls me, I'm, pa- I'm Palm Springs right now. Are you going to suit up and show up? Which is just like, you get invited to anything, you just get ready. You don't think about it. You, do, you just do it. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I, I said, yeah, I, I, all the time. Suit up and show up anytime. So I do it, but, I'll, but I'm like, we need one more. I'm like, well, my boy, my boy Gabriel, he's, he's, he's always ready. So I call him. I'm like, suit up and show up. Palm Springs. He calls me back in like 30 minutes. We go. <laughs> craziest night ever gabe actually almost got me in a fight he got almost stuck in palm spring ended up in a drunk drunk tank they didn't quite end there but he should have ended there it and honestly bad. like it was a bad time uh, it was just a hilarious night also that was the first time i introduced him to my high school friends and so they yeah. must have such i don't know if it's the wrong or just the most current idea about me because i've gotten pretty bad around them they like you but I they like definitely they definitely thought you were like yeah, yeah, this guy goes hard. This guy like, got demons. Yeah, he's got he's got a harsh <laughs> pass. And then obviously Josue. Oh man, 
We we just we spent way too much time. I went. I had class. I met him at a computer science class, operating systems. Operating systems. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and it was just like, ah oh, man. For one, he we kind of carried each. Well, I carried, he carried me through class. Really? Honestly. I think you carried me. Uh, you think I, I guess carried we just you? helped each other? Uh, I think that's I what it was. I we just kind of. <laughs> I literally thought like, yeah, you carried me, man. Oh man, well thank you. I I mean I barely passed that class, but you know. Um, <laughs> but so we would just talk the whole time during class. We have fun. We used to serenade each other. What yeah. Was, what was your song? It was um the extra by extreme it's like mira como estoy <laughs> so that's that's victor and my song but i remember like that class i would just we would be in the back i mean it's not a big class anyways but we'd be like in the back and i'll just be like texting you then you're like right next to me i'll just be like texting you while we're in the middle of a lecture oh, um, but yeah i remember like dr carter's like i don't get how you get good grades if you just keep texting with like in the middle of a lecture i was like i'm paying attention and just, <laughs> <laughs> he's smart so it's smart actually both of these guys i will say like are naturally smart i don't know how much you guys studied i feel like you guys never studied both of you gave your engineering so i no i didn't really i didn't really study yeah <laughs> they remember. just passed i was the one that had to, like hustle like hard you're, you're a smart guy Victor. i remember yeah. like, I, you helped me i remember there was a lot of labs that if it, if you weren't there i probably wouldn't have finished it uh, when we were doing that class well you know i did not finish my computer science degree so that should tell you something but <laughs> we'll, we'll blame other people for that and yeah other true. powers that be yeah, yeah, that's true. That's not, not completely my fault. Hey, do you guys remember the time where EXO... So I met Gabe sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Right, when we were sophomores. I met Victor junior year. There was a time I did not I did not know you guys were friends, even close at all. Oh, or like roommates. you knew us like, just like apart from each other? I knew you guys from apart from each other, right? I remember once I found out, like, oh, you guys are like roommates and everything. I was like, why, why don't we just hang out together? Like, for <laughs> me, it was like the weirdest thing. Like, why don't we just hang out? It just never worked out. And then I, I, I remember re- you like asking that question yeah. like, wait what why yeah because like i mean we became really close friends mm-hmm. yeah studying together and then we did other stuff besides studying and then gabe we never like we maybe had the diffy cues class one time yeah that's, that's but that's, that's pretty much it together right i was like why don't we just hang out together and then victor was like oh this is my papa like <laughs> if all the if the three of us are together the universe just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. I that, like, we can't do it. We can't do it. We can't, we can't, we can't be together. We, can't we, off. we can't get all three of us. <laughs> right? And then I remember, like, when you guys finally moved to Flex, and then, like, I remember I went over, and then they clicked. I was like, dude, we're all together right now. And we're just like, right here, our room, Papa, is a safe zone. <laughs> it's, like, it's not going to explode. Our room is safe. <laughs> <laughs> i do have that tendency to call my boys papa just you know papa. Just clear. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you speak like this <laughs> that's true too oh that was yeah. such a good time i love remembering you in our apartment and you and jose coming and visiting and just so many good nights board games video games copanito copanito oh copanito. my god i got competitive man I know. you're competitive all the time but oh, yeah i'm yeah. stupid competitive like but at you're the, stupid and competitive. Yeah, I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but oh yeah, yeah, like I'm a good sport though. I think actually no, I'm not a bad sport. I, I hate losing. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not. A good yeah, sport. you're a pretty toxic player. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a toxic player. I am a toxic player. But you know what? I I've gotten better over the years. I am banned in multiple games, but I got him better. <laughs> it's all good. We've all been banned. <laughs> I'm I've actually been, not. I've never been banned. I don't know. Okay, what so you guys we, are all two of us have been banned. <laughs> I will say, and these two guys can uh, confirm this. I am not allowed to play any like team board games with any of them. Just also, I mean, kind of, kind of no, no, the point, but that is something about me. Like, I love being the bad guy. Yeah, I'm a nice yeah. guy, but I love being the bad guy. That's it's just fun. It, it, I get it, right? You, it's your way of having fun, but it just sucks. <laughs> yeah, it sucks for us. We're trying to like build houses on top of mountains in Minecraft, and then oh, oh. you're gonna go into your basement, and here's a thousand pounds of TNT. <laughs> Have fun, fucking crying. <laughs> I, I need to put more detail on that story because that story is actually gold. So go ahead, and this, go ahead. I think we'll show Ryan how much that clip. I, this will show how much I love Gabe. So. Gabe, there was a time where he was playing way too much Minecraft. Him, him and my other roommate, Ryan, were playing too much Minecraft. And I was like, play something with me. Come on, like, damn it, play anything with me. And I was getting annoyed. I said, you know what? I have a plan. Let me play Minecraft with you. I hate Minecraft, by the way. Like, with a passion, I hate stupid games. <laughs> stupid. Just play Legos at that point. Because well, you lack imagination. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so what I did is I got into their server. So I said, how can I make him stop playing forever? So I put TNT and I put like... Forever. What do you call them? Like the, the traps? Yeah, like the tripwire. Tripwire trap. Yeah, on, right under houses. So whenever they walk into their houses, I literally put like a million TNTs right under everything they own. That's insane. Like, it really took me a while, but I was like passionate. I was like, this is actually, I'm having fun in Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> <And> so, 
so eventually he gets home and i'm just like smiling like come on play how long did it take for you to to do all that do you remember it took like at least an hour maybe two hours okay Um, because i I put it under everything i wanted to make sure there was nothing for nothing left for him to come back to so sorry that sounds really dark (laughs) but but yeah i was like he needs to he will learn his lesson play with me or play nothing (laughs) uh so i and he comes back, he eventually plays, and he's like, I think he, he kind of sensed it. If I remember correctly, he's like, something's wrong. I well, think you, he, you were just too okay with me playing Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, usually he's like, why are you playing? Why are you playing? And stuff like that. Just Yeah, just more antagonizing normally. And, yeah. And then he eventually gets in. I think he saw, I think you saw a trap wire, trip wire, sorry. But it, I, it's still triggered. Either you triggered it or somehow it triggered it. I was so happy, man. I, I laughed like <laughs> I never laughed in my whole life. I just saw, I just saw everything disappear. Long story short, it worked. He it never did. played. That, he quit Minecraft that day. <laughs> there was nothing left for him to go back to. I was so mad. But I got my friend back, and so that's why you should take the story. He's he was back, and we started playing like League of Legends together yeah, again, and just spending. And time you ruined together. his life. Now he's hey, playing League of Legends. <laughs> he's a better man today. It's funny. There's a clip because Ryan was playing with me, or split screening it. So he screen recorded it, and you can see. He notices what's about to happen. I don't know if you told him or oh, you can see his his bottom half of the screen stops moving. He showed up. He, I remember now he showed up, but he was kind of like, OK with it. Like, eh, like, I don't care as much. I gave yeah. really attached to his buildings. So, so he was OK with it. You can see Ryan's doing things and, you know, off screen, he notices what I'm doing. So his his half just stops. And you can tell he's just watching me about to blow up. Yeah, but I mean, unfortunately, Victor. I guess start playing Minecraft. I know, and we got a server ready. But they're they're, they're finally fun. trusting me again, so I might join and teach them a lesson again. We'll see. We're gonna have a server just to fight each other, just <laughs> <Yes>. for you. <laughs> a PVP server, and that's it. No, that will not do. I need there to be a chance of me just. Victor wants to see his friends cry. Yeah, I live for that shit. It fuels me. <laughs> No, I get it, because I know you like the more direct storyline, more like direct games with that type of feel. Yeah, I like that. That's my my kind of thing. But yeah, and Minecraft has no villain, so you yeah. just gotta step up to the plate. Yeah, <laughs> but that's why I'm here. Yeah, so I know you're passionate about video games. Oh, definitely, and, definitely. Yeah. And you've been banned for oh. a few games. Yeah. Now, I remember for League of Legends, you got banned. Oh, yeah. Can you tell me the events leading up to that ban? Like, what happened? And do you remember why you got banned? There are things I can like, say you do in and- this podcast, because it would just make me see... I would never... No one would talk to me again. Yeah, we're not trying to cancel you. Yeah, I would, be, I would be canceled, okay? But it was, I said some horrible things. The worst thing I think of, I've said it. But I always thought, I never got, it. for like the longest time, when I was really into League of Legends, high school, college, man, I was bad. I probably, probably scarred some children out there. Um, <laughs> definitely. And said something, was, some things about their mother that I'm so sorry about. But, uh, <laughs> um, but I never got in trouble for it. Never. Like, I never, like, uh, League of Legends, like, never got me in trouble. But it was, it was near my end of college, or maybe even after college, man. An adult, as an adult, that I decided to, te- <laughs> to test the waters even more. As a man who should know better. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I really said, League of Legends, they're never going to do anything to me. If they, if they were going to do something to me, they would have done it before. Like, I've already said the worst I could have said. I, one day, I was having such a bad time. Like, I just hate, like, I hate the fact that, you know, some people, like, throw games. Like, you're committed to a game of League of Legends for at least half an hour to an hour. Yeah. And if someone's doing really bad and they ruin the game for you like i i want to let them let him know that you don't deserve to be back on my game ever because yeah, your time is valuable because my time is valuable yeah, yeah damn right yeah <laughs> and, and so i went off on them and i said you don't want to test the waters let's see how let's see if league actually does something to me so i went the darkest i've ever gone on a kid before i just got a one-week ban so <laughs> It's not that bad. It's actually not that bad. That's probably bad. just like your first offense, that's why. <laughs> that's the first offense that they caught me on, that apparently, <laughs> like, because, yeah, I, I, I'm, surprised, I'm surprised I still have an account, to be honest. All right, so Victor, you have a choice right now. Uh-huh. You can either get into a game, or you can pick a question from the jar. Get into a game? Oh, am I gonna, do I get to do both eventually, or just one? Yeah. Oh, I'll do the jar, the question first. Okay. Right. What is something you could easily teach a class on? Excluding your work. And Victor, what are you so good at? You can teach anyone to do it. Does it have to be one thing? I'm kind of a fucking god at everything. <laughs> Whichever. Okay, Whichever you I'm think not. we'd be the best at. I could have a master class and it's not very special. It's maybe to me it's special, but maybe it's not. Super Smash Bros. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, no, I, yeah, yeah, you are a really good player. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm like, I used to be better. I used to, I try to commit my life to that and go pro and I got pretty close. Like I went to an inter- international tournament, Evo. 20, when I was in college, my junior year. Yeah. Oh, you and did I, go to Evo. Yeah, I, I went to that. Evo, and that was like a 3,000-person tournament. So, something insane. Like, the biggest tournament you're going to go to ever, and I got 36. So, but Shit. that was when I was... Wait, you, that's real... For Evo? Yeah. I mean, that's like the biggest tournament you can go to. Yeah, I, that's the I biggest was, for Smash. I was yeah. one game away from playing a number one player in the world. 
and like ah man i would have been i was one game away from that and two games away from being on the big stage where like that tournament they passed it on not a big deal maybe to some people but it was on disney channel oh uh, like they passed the tournament on disney channel that year literally you win two more games i would have been there and that would have been awesome and i think it would have fueled me to go to the next level uh, i'm pretty freaking good at that and i would love to teach someone to play that so yeah super smash bros i mean i'm still super passionate about it still but i'm just not as good anymore um who beat you with the diddy kong yeah some fucking Dunkin kong player and <laughs> some youtube player but you know it's really cool because it's more about like the community a lot of people in san diego grew from me and then when you go to those tournaments there's like reddit posts there's like an upset page when uh low-key players upset like top tier uh pro players and i actually upset one in my first like first round they're like oh who is this guy uh, but i go by the, like the tag flash so back then i went by it that was my like gamer tag i guess yeah your handle mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. my handle yeah and they're like who who beat this guy this guy's a pro player and i beat him in bracket and the guy actually went on Twitter to rant about like wh- wh- how he lost some oh, random ass player. No yeah, and and all my San Diego friends like started texting me like, "Dude, you see this pro is actually ranting like about you like losing to some random like Captain Falcon player." That's awesome. And then and then in San Diego on that Reddit, the Reddit post people were saying like, "Ooh, first upset of the it was literally the first upset of the tournament. Big upset like me beating this guy named like, yeah. he was named, like True Blue or something." And my San Diego boys were like, "Actually, he might not be a like a recognized player, but he's San Diego's like top like one of his 10 singles yeah. top players and he's actually really good and i mean that was like one of my like i had so much fun that day just i was playing at a high competitive level that was probably the best i ever done but i mean when you're in college you have so much time to play i mean gabe can gabe knows like i spent a lot of time playing smash yeah. bros i i went to maybe a dozen tournaments with you and luke at uh-huh. the salt mines mm-hmm. it was something else just to be not like a part of but maybe witness to that community and that group of people and what it's like because it's just so different than anything i had done before yeah no it it, it truly is a community it's a lot of fun and um not only is it like i mean fun like yeah i've been playing video games but honestly like i feel like some kids go through some things and i I definitely spoken to kids that are going through rough things and at those Mm -hmm. events they kind of sewn out from that and some people have opened up to me during those things so it's more so than just playing video games and super smash Bros. sometimes you find like i find myself making friends with people that i probably would never talk to yeah but, yeah, uh, but you have that one thing in common. But you have that one thing in common, and it brings you together. And sometimes people need friends, and if that can bring you together, and like you can help someone out, I don't know. It's yeah. cool. Some it's having finding something that brings people together from even different like whether it's cultures or styles or whatever it is. It's really cool. So Super Smash Bros is something that I would love to teach someone honestly, and that I'm really passionate about. I, mean, I am older now. I play much less. I don't have the time. I'm not gonna go pro. Actually, low key, like I didn't tell anyone. But tell us, tell I mean, us. I'm 27, but I, I so so I went to one of these tournaments like a month ago. Really? I just like, I had a day off from work, and I was just like, ah, it's been a long time. I went there. I felt really old. I mean, I it was a couple guys my age, but they're like semi pro, honestly. So it makes sense they're still playing. I did horrible. I had a great time, but I was just thinking to myself like, man, that was I get. I guess I kind of sort of retired myself that day. That was like your day. Yeah. Like, hey, do I, I still have it? Like, I was like, Man. yeah. And I was like, you know what? I don't have it. I, like, I, I, I don't have it, but I, I enjoyed it just as much. Yeah. I just, I lost and I was like, hmm, I'm washed. I'm washed. <laughs> but, but this is like, I got the feeling of being in a tournament again. Would I go back? Maybe. Probably. I mean, probably. I love the game still. But you're but. not, you're not itching like you were. <sighs> yeah. That competitive drive's not there. I mean, always competitive. I'm super competitive. I'll, I'll always try my best. I will never try to lose and I'll always talk shit, shit to anyone. But it, that drive there, like. For Smash specifically. For Smash and for like wanting to go pro because I did want to go pro at one point. Mm-hmm. That's gone, sadly. Because now there's just different par- priorities. Well, you got a business to run, man. You're CEO. Yeah, yeah got a business <laughs> CEO. to CEO. Not as exciting, man. I will tell you that. I, would have, I wish I could go pro. But yeah, being a CEO is cool too. <laughs> <laughs> that's but cool. Yeah, that, that's my something that I would love to teach. Super someone. Smash. Super Smash. Masterclass on Super Smash. Yeah, so if you, I mean, I'll still teach you if you want to teach, if you don't want to, you know, 70 you bucks an hour or whatever sessions. it is. 70 no, bucks an hour. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. I'll play it for fun. Dude, there's that, there's that one League of Legends coach. He charges like 150 per session. They're like 45 minutes. 150? Oh my God. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, for me, I think it'll be like a worship leading class. I think I, I've, oh, I've been mm-hmm. doing it for so That's long now, cool. um, and I've I've like read so much, and I've educated myself in it that I think I could like if it's like someone who's new to leading worship, like I I could like teach them like, hey, this is how you meant. Like I would I could mentor them, uh-huh. teach a class. So this is like how to be a, a really good worship leader if you're at a small church. Oh, that's cool. Or just anything. A lot. What happens a lot when people like, oh yeah, I'm a worship leader is. They're literally just a person who learned how to play guitar and they love playing guitar and singing to God mm-hmm. or the piano. Uh-huh. But that's it. That's all they know. 
like to be like a really good worship leader you pretty much have to be like a really good manager Mm -hmm. you have to be a really good administrator you have to like mentor people and then i think most importantly you have to be a really good pastor as well Mm -hmm. to the people Mm -hmm. in your team but you don't know that when you're 16 years old and you're like oh i love singing these worship songs yeah you know i I mean i've been doing it for 10 years i started when i was 17 i remember when i was like oh i want to be a worship leader Mm -hmm. it's a lot too and there's a lot of stuff that you didn't, you, like, you wouldn't think you need to know to be a successful one. Because really, all the time that goes into on a Sunday morning, church is only seeing three to like maybe six songs on Sunday now, and that's maybe like half an hour of songs. But you're like preparing for almost twenty hours that week. Oh wow! To have wow. like a really good worship service. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that people don't see. I mean, I played sports growing up, so that's why I would, that's the analogy for me. You only play for that one hour in football, but really, it's all the work before it that really matters, right? It's all the times that you went mm-hmm. to the gym, all the times that you like you practice your routes if you're a receiver, yeah. you know, like that is just you showing up on that day mm. that makes it count. Right. That's that's what I would do. Which you should teach me how to be a worship leader. I have the basic skills in, in like music, but it, like it'd be cool. It'd be yeah, cool. I, I'll be honest. Worship leading is one of my passions, mm-hmm. and then I mean, I I mentor my cousin Nathan, mm-hmm. and if you really want to, like I would. That's the thing. Like if if you really want to, like I would. Um, Because there's a lot of it. There's a lot of administrative stuff that you don't think you'll need as Mm -hmm. a worship leader. I mean, for me, it is is just like being like a manager at a business. Right. You got people that you're in charge of, people that need, I mean, to be led. Yeah, exactly. So Leadership skills don't come naturally to everyone. That's what it is. How about you, Gabe? What would you teach? And the the thing says, besides your work, right? Because I could talk all day and night (laughs) about my fucking work. I love what I do. If I had to pick apart from that, it'd probably be like a class on, I think maybe board games. Like different styles of games, like... Maybe like a little bit of like where they come from and why they're different, okay. and how to. Oh, think, like like the history of board games. I don't know. If I don't have a full history. I'm not that much of a of a buff about it. Got me it. excited. <laughs> but you know, like just different styles, like how different games are designed. Because I have a I have a decent understanding of like game design. Okay. Like I can, and you know, probably Ryan too, because we kind of got into it together. And you guys probably have the same thing with video games. You've just been doing it for so long that you understand the structure and like you know what to look for. And like most board games, I can like pick up easier than some people because I kind of know what the elements are and how they get put together uh-huh. to make the thing you're gonna do. If Ryan would be closer, I would love to watch the you guys had a YouTube channel of you and him just the history, just board games like every video one board game and just break it down and like demo it or something that'd be so much fun you guys are the best game masters ever oh, like, and, so and you have the charisma for a youtube channel anything you could honestly do it in any chat any any like topic you have that that's that's your thing charisma <laughs> and then obviously you have you do have board game knowledge but the way you are battles play <laughs> battles play <laughs> battles roll dice <laughs> yes <laughs> Keep going. What were you saying? What you're saying? I mean, yeah, pretty much you plus like Ryan, like in his this Ryan's one of our roommates. He has like a billion board games. He does, yeah, dude. Ryan, yeah, I remember. Yeah, like, that guy's house is overflowing with board games. Yeah, like that would be the most awesome YouTube channel. And diapers. And diapers. a kid now, boo. Because Ryan just has a, he has a kid. So. But yeah. honestly, that that would get me. I would watch the shit out of that channel. Like, yeah, it would probably be so much fun. Yeah, especially I, if it was with Ryan because our our a little thing. Our dorm had so much potential for so many different streaming channels. Like, <laughs> we should have just fucking just lived at Point Loma, started doing YouTube channels, Smash, and like freaking board games and anything. And uh, we'd have uh, so cool. So much potential wasted. <laughs> you can still do it. You don't have to stop. I mean, shit, we're doing this. Yeah, we're doing <laughs> this podcast. Anyways, I stopped you, Gabe. I'm sorry. Gabe. No, I mean, that was, you probably said anything better than I could have said. So, board games. Okay, cool. Yeah. I like that. You want to play the game now? Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, yeah. Victor. Okay, so I think is your game, so why don't you preface it? Yeah. So, Victor, I don't know if you've seen on TikTok or on uh, Instagram Reels this trend going around right now. It's called She's a 10, but dot, dot, dot. Okay. Do you know, I, do you know that? No, but it sounds pretty, pretty straightforward, I think. Yeah, so we're just going to describe a, a partner for you. Yeah, and then we give her what her rating is, but then we have like a caveat. Yeah, a catch. There's a catch, and then you have to say her final rating, one out of ten. I, so I just got a rater. Okay, that's I, it. I, yeah. I, 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 don't judge me before we start. Like it's been a lonely year, so my standards <laughs> have lowered a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. So we'll just go back and forth, and then Gabe can start. All right, Victor. So starting off with, she's an eight, but her family goes on five k runs on every major holiday, and are insistent that you join them. I'm no. sorry. I'm sorry. She's a nine now. She's a nine. She's a yeah. Nine. Okay. I'm, I'm into fitness now, Whoa, so I'll run that's with that. Good. All right. Yeah. yeah. Better. This guy wants to be for you. 
This guy's about to turkey trot. That's what he is. He's turkey trotting. <laughs> this game's about you, Victor. Okay, it doesn't, I, doesn't I, okay that's, that's a nine. That's a nine. Okay, okay here, I'll go. All okay. Right. She's a five, but you never had to count macros or cook food ever in your life again. Oh, you guys kidding the shit out of this game for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's a five, but I don't have to count macros. You just eat. You, you, you just know whatever you eat, it's perfect for your body. Holy shit. She's Okay, uh... Oh man, I, I'm sorry. Everyone, my like I said, my standards have lowered. She's a seven now. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a, that's a hell of a deal right there. That's a deal. <laughs> She's a ten, but she has a lisp, so she she talks like yeah. Daffy Duck. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Daffy Duck. Okay. She's a ten, but she talks. Oh, lisp, but she's a ten, dude. I was lonely year ten. She's a ten. I'll take the ten. <laughs> No matter what, just give don't it a talk. talk to me. Just like she ain't gonna talk. She she ain't gonna talk. <laughs> oh my god, you're so bad. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. We get it. We just have to marry her. Disclaimer: We're having fun. She's a nine. Okay, but tries to change that you're Mexican. Wow. Wait, wait, wait but what, what is she turning me into? I'm already pretty whitewashed, honestly. Like you're like, really not. You're not Mexican. Can't speak Spanish anymore. No you're you're about. a white American. I'm sorry. She's a nine. That's a five. Yeah, or lower. No, no. <laughs> nine. All right. All right, Victor. She's a seven. Uh huh. And she plays all the same video games as you, but she is so much better than you at them, she refuses to play with you. Dude, she, oh. she was about to be a 10 until you said the last part. <laughs> For one, she does not exist. I would say that. <laughs> you don't know that. The ma- not even that guy. No, never mind. So she's a, a 7, you said? Yeah. But she plays the same video games, but she's better than me. So much better, she will not play with you. Oh, she won't play with no, me? She, you're like, like, babe, let's play Smash. She's all, oh, would you rather watch a movie? Like your dog shit, Victor. <laughs> Hell no. Exactly, exactly. Wow, exactly. okay. Then she's a seven still. She stays where she's okay. at. But I, I will eventually, like, beat her. That's just... You think so? Oh, definitely, yeah. Okay. She's a four. Okay. But she has a six-figure job, and you can be a house husband. Uh, she's a ten? Automatically. That's my streaming career just popping off right there. That's my going pro in Smash. Like, that's the dream. Like, I don't know. Guys that don't, that are, like, all about, like, I gotta be the man. Fuck that. Like, you gotta be the one having fun. <laughs> but i mean yeah, i don't know probably won't happen cool, cool. that's fine she's an eight but she has an only fans oh man are we rich like we're making like hella bang I don't, I don't know how, how she's an eight she makes eight money. <laughs> she's money she makes money and eight would make an only I, I, I think that's pretty good money <laughs> there's some rich, money there, okay the reason only fans is like doing really well because there's some really rich people out there uh-huh. that just like drop loads of money on it Okay, do I? I don't know if it was if it's implied, but do, am I ending up with this girl? Is my wife eventually? Like, it don't matter. Uh, just, no, am I, just, am I like, just rating them. You just, just like rating them. You probably like yeah. dated them for a bit, maybe. Eh, but you became, don't have to marry them. You know what? She just became a seven, but you know, I it'd be nice for a girl to treat me to you know have more money than me and just treat me to nice things. Like, I like getting bought things. Nice. Just take things. you on her boat. Yeah, take you on my boat. Yeah. She's an eight, but she's always away for work. Like she's always on the road for work. But she's an eight, but she's like she's like never home. She's naked, but she's never home. Okay, so we are married. Oh man, well, see now you're, you're attacking my my soft side. Like that would suck. I would hate that. I would hate for yeah. That's actually be... courtesy of Ritz. <laughs> Good one, Ritz. Thank Ritz. you, Ritz. <laughs> so she she stays at where she's at. Eight. You said eight, right? Yeah, she's an eight. Yeah, she's still an eight. But I would hate that. So I don't know. If, I don't think I would lower her to any other number. But but not for you. But not for me. So I guess I guess if we're talking about lower number means not for me, then it's it's a three because I I couldn't do that. Okay. I couldn't handle that. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's good. All right, Victor, she's a five, but she will marry you for your citizenship. Ten, 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 ten. If you're a two and you want to give me citizenship, you're a ten. If you're a one, you have hope. You're my ten. You're my ten. You're my ten. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we got to get the citizenship. Okay. She's a six. Okay. Hates Tom Brady. She's probably like a Jets fan or something. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, you, she hates Tom Brady? Hates Tom Brady. Like, she's like, can't stand the guy. He's, I mean, she's, she's a five. She's a five now. I mean, he left the Patriots, so I'm not as attached to him, but whoever hates Tom Brady, I mean, everyone hates Tom Brady. What was it? But I, yeah, fuck that. No. She's a, she's a four. She's a four. He's my boy. I, I, <laughs> I'm gay for him. Sometimes. Right. Bonus round. She's a seven, but lives in Boston. Okay. <laughs> this is so is in Boston. You don't have to answer that. You, if you're listening, you know my answer. <laughs> sure, I got to just two fun ones real quick. So she's a 10, 
She's a 10, but she's 6'7"? Hell yeah. I mean, I mean go Victor. <laughs> yeah, I guess we can answer too. It's for everybody. Have you seen that meme that's like, I do not have the facilities, facilities for that big man. <laughs> like, that's my answer right there. I just, I just be, I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, you know what's funny is I, when I think of like tall girls, I remember a line that I heard from, I think like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody or one of those Disney Channel mo- shows. And there's some short kid and he's like hitting on some girl that's like so much older than him and taller than him. Uh-huh. And he's all, I bet most guys are intimidated by you. For the same reason I find you exciting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Honestly, I, I love tall girls. Mm-hmm. But, uh... I mean, you're also I, above... You're like six feet, right? Yeah, but it's, it's pretty hard. Any girl any girl that's tall wants tall guy. So, so what did you rate her? What she was? Oh, she's 10. Like, she's like she's pretty ten. much perfect. But she's, she's still a 10 to me. Six, she's 6'7". Six, but, but, man, the, the odds of... 6'7", six, six, six foot guy, anyone that's 6'7", super low odds. But if you're out there, shush. <laughs> what if she's like really short? Like under five feet? I need babies that can go to the NBA. That's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I make NBA babies. Yeah, man. Thanks for playing, dude. Okay. Good job. I, like, I like that bonus Good job, question. Good, good shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I liked that. I enjoyed it a lot, by the way. Yeah. Felt, felt attacked at times. I want but... to do nothing but cater to you, Victor. I know. I loved it. It's a great show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I know you brought up Tom Brady. Uh-huh. Tell me about your fascination. Like, why do you love Tom Brady so much? So, being from, uh, I'm, I'm originally, I mean, whoever doesn't know, I'm from Tijuana. What? I, mo- I moved. <laughs> I Rosarito. No, it's Tijuana. What? I, I moved here when I was. Dude, I've been I, telling everybody you're from Rosarito. I mean, I live, my house in Mexico right now is in Rosarito. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, I'm in Tijuana. I moved here when I was 10. And, yes. uh, I mean, you're in Tijuana. You don't have a team. Like, I have no loyalty to the Chargers. Don't you have the Cholos? I'm, I'm the <laughs> soccer team, bro. Come on. <laughs> uh, it's football. Different football. Different football. Different football, different football my friend. I think I think my fascination with the Patriots did start because they're like a, they're winners. But so you after jumped, that, you jumped on the bandwagon. It doesn't count because I didn't have a team before that. Like, I'm, or maybe it does count. Who knows? But here's the thing: I became a hard die fan. I go see him every year. Hard die fan. Hard die hard fan. <laughs> I, I, I I just sound from Tijuana, so okay, leave me alone. Like, I, <laughs> I go every year. I watch him once a year. Watch the Patriots play. I mean, Brady's not there, but I still respect it, the shit out of his career. Like he's he is the goat. You see this man. At his age, playing at that level, like, come on, I'm, I'm bricked up right now just thinking about it. Like, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Like, but like, really, it. yeah. But really, that guy is like my inspiration. Now I'm like on a fitness, fitness. Like, I'm the most fit I've ever been in my whole life, and I'm really into fitness. And I literally, part of me looks up to that guy. Like, he is living like he's 21, and it's because he like takes care of his body so much. I'm kind of like appreciate that. I appreciate how committed he is to his career, to his teams, wherever he's at, Patriots or not. And that, to me, man, I looked up to that. He's, he's the GOAT, not just a football, but in that competitive sense. And I'm super competitive, so I, I, respect, I respect him so much for that. Now I'm a Patriots fan, follow them, and I root against Brady sometimes. Can't have nothing for respect for that dude. Yeah, I have, I have massive respect for, for Tom Brady. I'm indifferent towards him, but I just have a lot of respect. I mean, yeah. I grew up a Raiders fan. So, you know, there's, there's that yeah. fandom. Um, definitely have a lot of respect, and I do, I do think he's probably the best player they ever played. At least the best quarterback, for sure. Yeah, dude, at that age, still going as he is. Remember when he retired for, like, a month? Oh, dude. And then he yeah, hung out with his kids. second time. He hung out with his kids for a bit. Like, yeah, nah, I'm playing football. <laughs> no, I, I almost cried. I'm not going to lie. I'll really? Tell you, I almost really? cried. I posted, like, a really, like, an Instagram post and everything. I was just like, man. I'm glad I got to see him for just a little bit, and I wish I would have seen him. Like I was, I wasn't as into football in my younger, like when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And now he's leaving. I'm like, please don't. Well, he listened, man. He listened. He to li- you. I know he saw my fan mail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you put perfume on it too? I, I did. Chrome. He, he put swack on the, bo- the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> how did How did you feel when he switched from the Patriots? I was uh, I was not mad at him. I was mad at the Belichick and the Patriots organization for mm-hmm. the, for letting him go and pu- pushing him out. I'd say. No, they did. They definitely pushed him they out. They pushed yeah. him out. So I, I was upset at that because I don't know if he's playing even better now because he has something to prove. So they fueled him. I feel like they fueled him because I'm a I'm a competitor. I'm not gonna say I'm in his level. Like he, his competitive drive is insane. Obviously, yeah. incomparable. I would say they lit a fire in him. Like. You think I'm done. You think I'm washed. You think I'm old. Let me just win a Super Bowl. And he did it. I'm upset at them. But maybe if he'd sitting in the Patriots, he wouldn't have done the same. Right. Because, I mean, not, it's not a football podcast, but... No, it's fine. You The Buccaneers are probably the most stacked offensive roster in the NFL. So he, and, the, and the Patriots are the most, one of the least packed offensive rosters in the NFL. So maybe mm-hmm. he couldn't have done the same. And also, like I said, that, that drive to prove, like, 
all the Patriots organization wrong, like that drive, he wouldn't have had it if he stayed. He would have been maybe complacent or at least just not as driven. I'm upset at the Patriots, but I think we got a good future with the new quarterback, Mac yeah. Jones. So, man, I love football. Sorry. I'll, I, I yeah, no, football is good. And I, I, I think the one thing about at least American sports compared to like European leagues uh-huh. is that American sports have like good parity, meaning that lesser teams, like teams that probably suck. I mean, you still have the Lions and the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh-huh. But there are other teams where like, yeah, they may have had like a few down years, but because of the draft, mm-hmm. because of picks you can get, it's just it ebb and flows, you know? Uh, yeah. So like, because like basketball, NBA is the same way, right? Like the Golden State Warriors, like Steph Curry, he just won his championship again. But there, there were a few years that they were, they were really bad. They like, they really did, they didn't make a playoff one time, right? They got knocked out in the first round. Mm-hmm. You know, but like with with picks and everything, they were able to rebuild again because of that parity with American sports, and then you know they just won the, the, the NBA championship. So. Yeah, and like football, I don't remember thinking anything about the the Bucks, mm-hmm. and then Tom Brady's there, and all of a sudden they're a force to be reckoned with. At least is how it felt. Yeah, yeah, and then definitely yeah, because I think it, it definitely is Tom Brady, but he like attracts so many players. Yeah, like Gronkowski was supposed to retire with him. Mm-hmm. He's like, nope. I mean, I mean, <laughs> he got his boy to be next to. The guy is leadership, like, yeah. personified. Yeah. Like, he made a team. He didn't... It's not just, I'm good. I go to a team. I win. Because if it was that simple, that'd be Lakers right now, for example. Yeah, dude. Because LeBron's we don't, good. We don't, we don't talk about LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron's LeBron. good, but it's not winning. <laughs> so it's not just being good. Right. It's being You're right. a leader. A leader brings up the team, and those around, those around him get better. And he did that. He, he changed the culture of a whole team. I, the culture of a team... That is, that had that loser mentality, to be honest. Mm-hmm. The Bucks were nothing before Tom Brady. It sounds kind of bad, but they really weren't. Well, yeah. they, won, they won the Super Bowl back in the early 2000s against the Raiders. Um, well, I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's what, 20 years ago? Yeah, that, before they, Tom Brady year 2022 right now. 2021, last Super Bowl, but that's a long time ago. That's, I mean, and before. Yeah, they were, they were really like, nobody cared about the Buccaneers. You throw in Tom Brady, and now there's someone like worth recognizing. Like, what, what you guys said, like, he brought in talent. People want to be near the guy that that's their 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 champ, their champion. Mm-hmm. Um, so that tells us that's that's something that that you're not born with that uh, that ability to to drive people to follow you that you develop. And I mean, he definitely did it right. He does some uh, Naruto shit. That's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember him saying like, "Yeah, you know, my arm used to hurt, but then I changed my diet and I got like all these people to like look at what, what I do with my fitness." Mm-hmm. And like his arm, his elbow literally doesn't hurt anymore mm-hmm. when he throws the football. But he said like there was a time in the middle of his career like he would throw and it would just like be hurting him. Mm-hmm. But like he like changed pretty much his whole lifestyle around, right? And then I know you were talking about that like that's that's what he did, right? Like he just he always just focuses on that, yeah, right. And then you model yourself after that, at least you try to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So then, like, when has your like journey started? Like this, this fitness journey. Like a year ago. A year ago. Yeah, and man, it's been like crazy. I have a, uh, I've lost. Let's see, uh, I lost fifty pounds in the past year, and then definitely. Gained. I don't. I didn't realize it was that much. Yeah, I didn't realize it was. I was that out of shape till I noticed how in shape I was. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Look back on it. It's it fifty. It's fifty pounds. I weighed one eighty two. I was one two forty something. Um. So yeah, fifty pounds of fat and gained a bunch of muscle so far now i'm just super excited to keep pushing myself in that sense like i got a coach i got a nutritionist and part of that was due to uh, just the past yeah that's fine yeah yeah so speak, it, it, it happens speak yeah. speak more about yeah, like the the fitness part like the diet and everything that you're doing uh-huh. like how did you do it like how did you start how did i start i one of my buddies said i went through a breakup i'll just say that and then yeah. my my friend said man you need to like Get over to that. So one week after the breakup, he's just like, hit the gym with me. I hate weightlifting. I always hated it. I think it's stupid. I thought it was stupid and I didn't see any progress. Mm. But I said, yeah, I'm so committed right now. I need to get distracted. Man, in one month, I saw like so much change in me. In two months, I, I lost weight. I felt healthier. Like man, my mind, uh, mental health was so much better. Physically, like so many problems were gone. And every month I just felt better confidence i went out and i'm like i'm the kind of guy that's like i don't think i'm very successful going out to bars and going out to clubs etc like mm-hmm. and that'll that'll change not to like toot my own horn or something but it's just like man like because well, yeah. like it was like the confidence it's as well. the confidence the confidence yeah. that gets you and that that was just like three months in and it just kept getting better and better and better and better and i was just like man i like where it's going and not just for the the confidence not just for like oh i'm going out and like talking to girls or whatever no i feel so much better about myself just me like I'm just walking around in public and I just feel better with the person I am. For the past year, I've ate the same boring 
four meals every well, day. Where are the meals? I do cheat on the weekends. Just so you know, like in the weekends when I'm with my friends, I'll eat whatever I want because I'm not going to ruin my time with my friends for a diet. I'm really not. But Monday through Friday when I'm at work, I have my, it's like seven eggs in the morning, seven egg whites and spinach and a cup of peanut butter. Then my second lunch is like a shake and it's seven more egg whites, protein, protein powder, like a, a scoop, two scoops of peanut butter, uh, some strawberries and almond milk. That's my second meal is shake. My third meal is chicken, rice and veggies. My fourth meal is oatmeal, blackberries, more protein powder and more almond butter. And my dinner is a sirloin steak, like six ounces, and some rice and spinach. I've ate the same exact meal for the past year. It's, it, it does get boring. But it's a discipline, right? It's a discipline. It's the, you look yourself in the mirror, and you're like, I like what I see. And then, especially when you look back, it's, it took me like four or five, like that's the fourth, five, fifth month, I was like, man, I like what I see. But more so, I looked back, and I'm like, what? the hell happened to me like honestly i was like i'm lucky i had a girlfriend for like three years i, I I'm, I'm honestly surprised like man i would have dumped myself because mm. i let myself go pretty bad so that, that journey has been awesome and i'm trying to see what the next level looks like i'm not gonna go to bodybuilding but i mean I, even i don't know because yeah. i i was exciting right yeah, and you can take exciting. wherever you want to take it you take yeah I, i'm just just keep moving forward one step forward every single time that's what i'm thinking i'm excited i really don't have a goal but i don't intend to move backwards and i think that's super super exciting like that's that. good man that's good to hear and i'm happy for you You look great you look amazing so yeah check out my check out my hinge handle it's at, i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah like on, also on a topic of hinge and this is probably for both of you oh no. so i've been out of the dating game for a long time now like people know we were set up so yeah. there was a lot of work i didn't have to do because like we just went on the first date just because i didn't have to like you know schmooze or anything so you guys are both on dating apps um, yeah. or at least you're hey. trying yeah right so what would you think, what would you say are like the benefits of now of like modern dating and like on a dating app or online dating? And then of course, like, what do you think are like the difficulties or the negatives, the negative part of it? Like for, it's open to both of you. Cause I know like for me, like, I, I just don't know. Like, I'm, I'm just curious. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I can go first. Honestly, I don't know if there's any benefit to it. I think it's so much geared towards like, um, like modern, like hookup culture and all that. And even if some like try to pretend like they're not, you know, if you just have like a quick two screen resume of someone it's going to be nothing but superficial there's just no way i guess for me it has been a little bit interesting or neat because i there was like you know like emily like i met someone who i hadn't talked to since high school and like we met up and started talking again for a little bit and that happened you know once or twice and like that was kind of cool i'm just so not geared towards it i think like it's just like it's just me and and it just don't like align like it's just not how i want to be meeting people it's just it feels weird when i'm doing it mm-hmm. even though like if anything it's like maybe fun a little bit when you're like <laughs> you, you know just like, like when you're just swiping like, oh i'm just it's playing like it's like, like gamifying it yeah like yeah, oh yeah. it's just it's just a game to judge people really quick <laughs> which is, you know it sounds a little bad but that's just what it is but, it's, 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 the thing about like everyone does it yeah. right yeah so i mean maybe like the older generation they wouldn't get it like oh you can't be doing that I was like, but I mean, unfortunately, that's what the culture is now. Yeah. So, and I know people who have met, you know, like good partners, and you know, and started good relationships from it. I just, it's, it baffles me, honestly. Like, oh wow, how crazy that it worked out for you? Because it just seems so not made for that. Yeah. That makes sense. How about you, Victor? Like I said, I wasn't as in shape before. Oh, well, I'll just say right away that the apps, all of them, they're very superficial, extremely. Yeah. Because when I wasn't in shape. I was starving for likes on that app. <laughs> starving. And uh, I, so I hated them. But I knew exactly why. I was like, I mean, you're, you're judging a person on a picture. So if you're judging a person on a picture, you know exactly, like, you know, it's not going to work out. And, and I think naturally we're all reachers. I don't know what you know what that means. For example, you're reaching to, like, a level above you. Yeah, we're all natural reachers. And, and so the apps, that means nobody likes each other because we're all trying to do better than then okay i get you maybe we deserve it that sounds bad but but really it's like it's a lot of most mostly left swiping on people that it's like people are like i deserve better yeah and everyone's doing that okay i get what you're saying yeah yeah so so at first i I got nothing and then one day actually gabe helped me out with this i was like you know let's 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 test it out let's go on a little photo shoot now that i'm like more in shape (laughs) (laughs) and i said let's go on a little photo shoot i'm i'm like 50 pounds lighter. Literally, had I hadn't updated my apps for like a year. I took those pictures. Was this the one the other day? Yeah. Okay. I took those pictures and I'm not even kidding. Automatically. Many more likes. Hell yeah. And I, and a lot more. I mean, sad. Not sadly. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not being judgmental, but. It is what it is. I mean, some of the girls I did not like, but. I mean, that's what they're for. They're yeah. there for your preference. 
right? And and some some I did. But my point is like it's so superficial. Like I, I posted some pictures. I didn't change. I didn't change my profile. Like it was right? just the pictures I changed. It was just the pictures that I changed. Mm. Oh, I look skinnier. It got much better. And yeah, I'm enjoying it. But at the same time, it's like it is not my preferred method of meeting someone because at the end of the day, they're liking me for what they see and probably not for what they what I'm like. I mean, maybe it'll work out. I, I don't love it. I I still think so far, I've been most successful in people in person yeah it's, it's more fun it's more you get a little taste of what they're like what they're into it's cool it's a better story yeah i i mean i already told you guys but i met a girl at, at a beer fest and it didn't work out but honestly it was a fun date and it was fun meeting her and it was if it would have worked out it would have been a really cool story how we met that i think it's much cooler than saying oh i right swipe on this girl and then she was down yeah no I, th- I think we're thinking the same way about it it just makes so much more sense it just feels so much more normal definitely but and the- i and i and i don't know how to fucking text girls anymore it's just <laughs> i, I I'll, I'll all honest, my i've never abilities. i've never known how to text girls i don't like texting i just hate you say one wrong thing and it's like ooh, you said this and i mean they're not gonna point out what you said wrong but you can just tell like fuck i fucked up i said I love dogs instead of cats, and you and they're just not gonna talk to you anymore. <laughs> like, oh, you're a fucking Aries. Fuck you. Pugh, cancers only. Like, um, <laughs> like, I mean, I just I hate it. I hate how like they're they're judging you based on it's if it's not pictures, it's just saying the wrong thing. And yeah. it's like, man, I'm more well, it's than all, it's all they can judge you on, right? Yeah, but it's like I mean, if you're dating, if you're on a dating app, unless you're there to hook up only. If you're there to hook up only, you're looking at the pictures. Like if you're interested, like because they're hot. If you're there to date someone, you should give most people a chance. Go on a date, have fun, get a free meal. Fuck it, like doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> yeah, just en- enjoy it and get to meet someone. The way I see it now, it's not like if I go on a date with you, it's not necessarily I want to marry you or want to do something. Everyone's got a really cool story, and I'd love to hear it. So if I went on one date a week, every- I'm, I'm not. But if I were, that'd be awesome because that's one more story I got to hear. Like it really like. Everyone's got a really, yeah, really interesting story. One more person you got to meet. One more person I got to yeah. meet. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. Dating apps have potential. They're kind of ruined by the way we think yeah. for the most part. So I know you work, you work with your father, right? In his company. Yeah. And you started... That's your company, man. Yeah. 51%, <laughs> man. He better watch out. <laughs> so you started like doing... like from, from what I remember you told me, you started doing it like, like on the accounts payable side, right? Just keeping track of the books. Uh-huh. But now like you transitioned to like a manager in like sales role. Uh-huh. I remember the last time we spoke, we were like, oh yeah, we, we started selling on Amazon and like it's very it's very pretty it's pretty profitable for us. Yeah. But what do you think is the next step for like California sales plumbing and electrical? Okay. So there's What do you think is the next step? I'm, it's not that Tell it stresses me. me out just thinking about it, but it makes you think like, man, I fucking grow up, Victor, for a second. Like I just I get a little bit nervous because mm-hmm. so my fault my, my, my company, my parents' company, still my parents' company. We sell electrical and plumbing supplies. My dad's been doing this for 30 years in Mexico. We got a few stores over there. And now we got one in San Diego. And in San Diego, we just exported uh, to Mexico. Sold U.S. brands and, you know, just exported them. Now, ever since I got to college, my goal has been to make the U.S. side a store, retail. Try to make it. It's very hard because it's very competitive. And Yeah, and, you have, like, these big chains. You got these big chains in these American yeah. companies. like Home Depot and Lowe's. Yeah, f- fuck those guys. We can beat them. Uh, but you it's got like, it. I believe in you. Nah, yeah, we've been. Yeah, they're my bitches. Uh, but uh, it's just it's hard because they're just like a lot of people are like, heck no, like we're protecting these bigger companies. They're like, we're not gonna sell to you. What you're just one little store, you can't do much. But it's like oh, like, like manufacturers, suppliers, manufacturer. Like, well, you got one store. Like, I'm not gonna give you a better price in the competition because you got one store. What are you gonna do? Yeah, like it's it's right, better like, for them. Kohler's not doing you any favors. They, they or so they think when they meet us, but then they don't. But really, they didn't. They, they didn't meet they Victor Cruz. They don't realize. That, like, yeah, you come to San Diego, we got one warehouse, like, two warehouses, whatever. It's small. I mean, it's just big, but it's, like, it's just one compared to, like, competition, let's say, Ferguson, Truck Pipe, whatever. I don't know if you know plumbing stores, but they don't know we got six stores in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So then, and, and that we sell across, like, all the way to Cancun sometimes and Baja and, like, Ensenada and, like, everywhere out throughout Mexico, Mexico City. And so they don't see that at first. And now the competition is also, like, not, they don't look at us. They think, what are we afraid of this little tiny little store? But then people start talking and like, mm-hmm. oh shit, like California sales, they got the best price in copper pipe. Oh, they got the best price in, in, in ABS plastic. But how? Well, we got, we got the buying power of like a, a big, big store in Mexico. So I'm buying in San Diego for six, seven stores mm-hmm. worth. And that's a lot. Yeah. And then we are master distributors in Mexico for other stores. So we, in Mexico, it's more normal to have smaller supply stores, like little stores. Yeah. So our store. Sells to the public, sells to contractors, and it's a supplier for smaller chain stores. Like, small, mom, and like mom and pop shops. 
So then, so you can assume we have a big buying power and they don't see that. These American companies don't, they just see what's in their face. The one San Diego branch. So we're starting to make a name for ourselves. And I've been, nice. I, I, for the past, I think the past year has been really like a, we got, we got a new customers, we're working with contractors. When I got there, we, we just, we sold to Mexican customers, like US, uh, Mexican stores. And maybe had a couple US customers. Now I got contractors, I got plumbers, I got more clients and and it's been it's been it's stressful i'm not gonna lie it's stressful yeah but I, it's really been pushing build it up the name but yes building up a name and people are talking about us like people i've had people call the store and like try to do like a market research on us like how much are you fucking selling things for really yeah and it's like and you already know yeah at this point it's like like you, you just quote them and you just quote them really really expensive because you just know when it's like come on man like, what is like, a like you already know what it is you, i was like yeah. you, they're asking for things like you're asking me things. It doesn't make sense what you're asking me for. Like, I just know when you're just trying to study the market, like see what I'm selling for so you can undercut me or whatever it is. It's been fun. I can't emphasize how stressful, but fun. And then also I, we, we started doing Amazon, which popped off right away. Day one, one week, one week, it just popped off. But then I also got my first cease and desist letter for selling oh, Amazon. Oh, yeah, you were telling me Wait, this. I, I did not hear about yeah, this. Yeah, so, so it's also, so apparently you, like, there's a lot of rules for like what you can apparently and can't sell. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and like I fucked, I freaked out. I'm not gonna lie. Like all I started with like six, seven items. On Amazon one pop, one item popped off. Like, we sold like thirty thousand dollars in a week. What was it? A garbage disposal. Huh. Interesting, right? But then I started selling these these products. The brand is like CERN. Three days. I even sold. An, I hadn't even sold one item of their brand. Season assist. We will sue you right now if you don't stop selling our items. Stop now. From Zern Wait, themselves? You, yeah. You didn't, you didn't sell anything yet. You just like posted. It, it. was just. It was. But it makes sense. So I noticed that once I went on it. Like Amazon, you know how it's like the main seller, and then you got like, oh, you have these other options. It was just Amazon, Zern, and then you guys, and my company name, and then which California sales. I, I will <laughs> say I didn't put my, so I expected this, so I didn't put my company name as my Amazon name, because I was like, I don't want to risk getting sued under my company name. Huh. If they are gonna sue me, so I, I'm smart. I'm smart. I will say I'm smart. I was like, I'm not gonna put the my company under California dude. sales. I put him under. I put it under Vic Sales. Because I was like, if I get, if I do get sued by some like, it'd be this fraudulent for whatever reason. Yeah. It be it wouldn't be my big company. It'd yeah. be this other little whatever. It could or just I be could like, just, oh, I, I'm could just, just I could just disappear. The name big sale if I want. Yeah, to. just goes away. So or so I thought, right? You could just easily cease and desist. You know? Yeah. It's, so I mean, I, obviously, I did. See, I literally emailed them like, please don't. Bend, oh, I'm bending over. Like, please stop. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna sell anymore. I mean, I I did email them like. Hey, like I took down the listing, like it's fine, like I didn't sell anything. And they asked me, they asked even asked you, where do you, where are you buying your supplies? Because uh, they're like, I didn't tell them. I was just like, yeah, I just buy them online, like from whatever, whatever's cheapest. I didn't want to tell them where I got my supplies. Essentially, I had to stop selling their products. I, I think I can get permission, but anyways, not to get into details. So I do Amazon. That's t- that took off. Right now, we kind of hit a wall. Amazon because things are getting so expensive. It's actually not very profitable to sell on Amazon, actually. Hmm. They take a lot of money. They take, they take like 15% of whatever you sell. And home improvement area, which is garbage disposal, for example, it takes 15% plus some like flat fees, plus I got to pay for shipping. So after all that, there's only a certain amount of profit you can make. And Amazon, I think, I think it's pretty sketchy. They have these thing where they, and I think they do it on purpose. So they see, oh, this item sells really well. They create their own. They start selling that item. Yeah. They buy it for, for themselves and sell it. Which I huh. think is dumb. Like, hey, man, you can't be both a distribution center and a supplier. Well, that's exactly what they are. That, I mean, but, <laughs> but like, that's what they do. Yeah. They should be. They should just be a warehouse and a distribution center. They should be my warehouse and my distribution. My distributor. They shouldn't be. I mean, so they're using me. Let's say if I started my own brand of pencils, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. To be like, like I, to be like the research. Like, oh, I make the pencils. I bring up the brand. I I made pencils popular, and then Amazon says, "Fuck, I'm gonna start buying pencils." And selling them, selling them here, and they can undercut you yeah, because, because they have that fifteen stuff. is they have that fifteen percent that they take away from me, a second party seller. So yeah, so they charge less. So they can always undercut yeah. you. Yeah. They always have at least like a fifteen percent profit margin on you. So what I do, yeah, I I sell. And what I, uh, when I started my parents, I was accounts payable and receivable. Then I had one of my my our store manager in San Diego. He got like a like a brain aneurysm, right? Mm-hmm. I had no choice but to become the branch manager essentially. Um, which is awesome because it actually the way the transition was so smooth because when your accounts payable and receivable and I was inventory management too in a way I you that position is low key you can know everything yeah you're really in charge of all the money all the books all the money all the books all the customers you know the customers you know the books you know you know a lot more than you think 
So it transitioned to manager. It was very smooth. And it allowed me to be in sales. And I think I'm good at sales. Because especially when you're selling something, I'm not, I'm not pushing sales on people for what they don't need. I'm giving people what they need. You're trying to build a house, fix up a house. I'm giving you what you need. And I'm giving it to you the best price and as fast as I can. So do you like take customers out or like either customers who you're selling to or suppliers that you're buying from? Do you like take them out to lunch and stuff and all that? Yeah, I, we do at times. And it's actually really fun. I, I love doing that. And what I'm starting to like, uh, not that I hate old people, but uh, <laughs> like the, the my suppliers. like you that, hear it here. Victor hates old people. <laughs> not that I hate them. Not that much. But it's like a lot of them are my age. A lot of like the... The older generation is leaving. I get along well with the older generation, but the newer one, it's like they're, they're around my age, maybe a little older, and I get along really well with them. And it's like, yeah, today some guy came to my store and I'm talking to the, I know the dad, the owner, it's about my dad's age, and we get along well. And then the son started coming to the store and me and him are chatting and we're talking about Apex Legends. Hell yeah. And it's like, yeah. and, and I mean, and this company is like a big plumbing supply store. Like they buy easily hundred thousand dollars a year from us we're vibing right we're just like yeah. hey like hey yeah. like, oh yeah apex blah blah and i'm thinking to myself like man i can't wait for your dad to retire so i can just deal with you no, i'm kidding <laughs> uh, so i enjoy yeah i do enjoy that part like talking to vendors i like going over vendors because vendors typ- typically treat me vendor yeah. plays vendor always plays when i take customers yeah, out, i'll do. pay for I, them yeah i remember when i was in the glass company i, <laughs> I loved my sales reps that I bought from. They were so cool. Yeah. It, yeah. It, I, d- I deal with vendors every day and it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It, it's great. And, um, and I'll just, so I stopped talking about my, this thing, but, uh, so now that I'm like, I guess you could say I'm manager. The hardest part of being a manager is probably dealing with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got some old guys fight though. No? Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had two people, like an old six year old guy wanted to catch hands with this 40 year old guy. I'm like, Dude, the 40-year-old guy's going to knock you to the ground <laughs> and send you back, send you straight to Jesus, like right now. Uh, no, but, for you guys, Jesus. For Jesus. No, I mean, I didn't say that as a boss. You have to be like, no, don't, I know, don't yeah, do yeah. that. We're just, yeah. We're like, just... well, first step outside the store, then get knocked the fuck out. Like, <laughs> for liability purposes, yeah, step out. <laughs> no, so, yeah, it's just hard dealing people. But I think I, I'm very lucky to have my dad. The guy has anger and management issues. Issues, but I, I now I get it why I get it why <laughs> like don't? it's stressful man it's stressful yeah I, I'm, I'm developing them um, <laughs> you're but, on your way you're on your uh, way yeah, but it but it, it is nice it is nice having my dad it's a good role model and yeah it's great so now uh I'm CEO at this point I am CEO part of it is for my visa purposes I have to I have to be the majority shareholder like mm-hmm. on paper in order for me to keep my visa because my parents my it's parents, an investor's visa yeah it's an investor visa so for that my parents are u.s residents which is pretty much a citizen at this point and my sister's a citizen so i'm the only one in my family that's actually like it's really only you it's really me that might get come on got shafted, man. Yeah, i got shafted, but no no that's what they think remember i'm majority shareholder these motherfuckers get in my way they they they, they don't they're not nice to me i will take them i will suckerberg the shit out of my family <laughs> Bring his family. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Man. I would not do that. So, but and how much was his? How much was his share? Point zero zero three percent. How how much were your shares diluted? No, no, yeah, 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 bro. But no, no, I'm kidding. I would never do that. My family's not like that. We're nah, no, no one in our family is like, like that. It's, just funny. it's but, funny. It's funny. I'll tell you guys something. I never introduce myself as CEO to anyone. Oh, I know. You I, told me that. I, I always say I'm manager at a supply store because you gotta be approachable. You gotta, I mean, partly that, but also like CEO, I will say part of me is like, I mean, I do have CEO responsibilities. Like I run the whole store, all the administration stuff. It's just me, literally me. My dad does not, at least in the San Diego side. My dad's in the Mexico side. Your dad does mainly the Mexico I, in, stuff? In the US side, I do the purchasing for the store. I do the legal. So you guys only have one store? And in San Diego, in this, yes. Okay. I do 100% of everything that has to do with administration in, 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 in the US. I'm HR. I'm I'm admin. I'm like, HR. You're HR. I'm HR. Yeah. So, oh my goodness. I always tell them, hey, man, if, told them, sorry hey, for if you voice. guys have any problems, there's a trash can, put in a note there and like, I'll yep. get to it when I have a chance. Like, <laughs> He just labels his trash can inbox. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's super annoying. There's so many laws in California, but. Uh, yeah, the California had those other yeah, laws. Shit little laws in this yeah. state. So I, I, anyway, my point is, I don't. And where are we going? Nowhere. So no, we're going. <laughs> yeah, we're, more on that later. <laughs> we're on that later. Thank you, Kamala Harris. <laughs> Kamala Harris. But yeah, anyways, I don't introduce myself as CEO because I feel no, like you're I, humble. I gotta earn that. You're a humble man, dude. I know, I we gotta, know you. I mean, that too, but like, I, I just gotta earn it. I don't know, man. You can't be CEO unless you run the show completely. That's how I feel. And, and unless I'm the, if whatever I'm working in, this is not just 
just uh, work. Whatever it is I'm doing, I want to be the smartest man in the room. And I feel like a title of CEO is the serving of the smartest man in the room or the most like the dependable or whatever it is. Yeah. And at this point, it's my dad. Until I am beyond his skills or he's retired, I am not the smartest man in the room. So I do not give myself the title of CEO. Legally, yes, on paper, I am CEO. But you'll never catch me introducing myself. Actually, one time I did it for a girl. But that's because <laughs> yeah, she did. was a 10. And it worked Ooh, anyway. So. And she liked Tom Brady. <laughs> but, but, uh, but in reality, that's, that's, I, I don't like using the CEO card. Anyways, that's about my work. That's, that's pretty much. I, I do everything. I wear every hat. I'm a salesman. I'm a manager. I'm HR. I'm accounts receivable trainer. I'm an accounts receivable person. But I like, I'm training my cousin. You're I'm, part of everything. Have you I'm done part every, of everything. Every, and, it, and I, I like it, honestly. So, How many people work for you? Right now, it's six of us. Um, so it's in San Diego, yeah. Recently, for example, my dad's been gone for like three weeks on vacation. And I'm slowly, I think he's testing me, realistically. I don't think he said it to my face, but he's testing me because they've been sending all the, all the employees have been calling me for like problems in Mexico. Like we have a line specifically for the Mexico people to call us in the US because of my dad work. And it's just like, Junior, I have this problem with this customer. Wait, are you a junior? Yeah, my dad's name's. You didn't know that? My dad and I have the exact same first, middle, first, middle. And last name. How yeah, do I know you're what, a junior? That's what it means to be a junior. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a junior. No, but I mean, some people just have the first, the same first name. Yeah, because they're dumb. I'm, I'm a junior too, dude. You are? How do we not know this? Dude, I have a cousin. How did you not know this? I have a cousin who. I knew this. He knew this. I have a cousin who's. You, you knew I was a junior? Yeah, I knew that. What? What? <laughs> what do you mean, what? Since what? I didn't know you were a junior. Yeah, dude. It's, in my family, there's a lot of Victors. I have a Victor. I have a guy. My name is Victor Andres Cruz Gonzalez. The I second. A, the second. I have, a cousin, I have a cousin whose name is Victor Andres Cruz. And we were born the same day. No shit. Yeah, he'd probably steal my identity if he wanted to. But uh, he could just kill you and take over. Yeah, he could, honestly. Just, but. He just wear, wear your face as a skin suit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. I guess I am Victor Cruz. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, so they've been testing you. Yeah, I'm sure he is. And yeah. I'm, your dad's getting, like, he's probably getting to retirement age soon, right? Yeah, he's 10, 15 years? 657. Right yeah, that's like that's my parents' age too. So the, the time is coming. I'm pretty nervous about it, but you got it, man. I know you can do it. Yeah, but the more I do it, the more I'm like, yeah, I can do it. You know. All right, if you ever need IT help, I got you, man. Dude, we're actually throwing. I'm not doing this. I'm not part of this at all. But we we have a software. We have our own operating system for like accounting and everything. We have a guy who's like he was an accountant, but he's also like he doesn't coding. So he made the our operating system in San Diego. He made it. Not operating system for the for, software for the, the software, software for yeah, just yeah. accounting. And I, know, I, I knew what you were saying, but I was catching up. Yeah. So he's actually my dad is told him like I'll pay you extra, develop it for Mexico, and let's start selling it. So we might need IT people in That's the future. Good. Actually, we're trying to make it into like a whole like software that we can sell and sell and then. But yeah, you yeah. need a whole sales department for that as well. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then and then, and then you need like scrum masters for your developers. Yeah, yeah you need one a, guy working on it. It goes so slow. I do. They already finished it. Really? He finished the San Diego side. But there's more. Yeah, there's a lot right. to so it. So in Mexico, actually, surprisingly, Mexico, like the, your software is more. Um, it's harder to do because every transaction is connected to the Mexican IRS. Every transaction you do. Oh, really? Yeah. So you make wow. an invoice. The Mexican IRS knows you made an invoice. So yeah, that's that's a little bit about what I do. Anything you want to plug or put out there to the world? <sighs> Love your best life, man. Uh, really, just... dude. Victor, come in with the motivation. This podcast. <laughs> I love it, man. Thank yeah. you. No, honestly, you've me, motivated me. I hope so. Like, honestly, lift your best life. I'll tell you this much. Uh, maybe it's. I feel like it sounds bad and good. I'll tell you. But go ahead. Say. I it. have. So after what I experienced, which which was heartbreak, essentially, I learned something about myself. I learned, and again, maybe yeah, you don't have to put this in. Maybe it's maybe it's kind of too too sad. It's fine. We'll figure. But it out. I I I learned that I used to think that your best will always get you like the results. Like you just give it your best and you'll get you'll get what you want or you'll reach your goals or you'll do whatever you want. But I learned that I was wrong because your current best is not really your best. What you got to do is you got to bring out the best version of yourself. At times we think this is the best I can do right now, but it's really not the best in you. Right. You got to raise the bar. You got it. So now I'm like at this at this part of my life where I'm like, I once gave it everything I had and I thought it was enough and it wasn't. So now I choose to bring myself up to the best that I can be. And again, this is why it sounds kind of sad, but it's really like what motivates me. It's like bring myself to the upper limit of whatever I can be, because I truly feel if I am at my best, then I won't be let down like that again, if that makes sense. And it's mm-hmm. kind of sad, but but it, it's really what motivates me every day. You just got to, I mean, now I'm thinking more about it. This sounds pretty sad, but it's really, it really is that it's, I just can't be let down like that again. Mm-hmm. So I choose to bring out the best version of myself. Not my best, 
but the best version of myself, which is totally different in my opinion. Yeah, because today's best is better than yesterday's best. Correct. Exactly. And you can choose to agree with me or not, because sometimes being your current best is enough, and that's okay. I would just say to keep striving for that, and I really really believe when you do that, you're just not going to be let down or if anything you're not gonna leave yourself down because when you know you give it everything absolutely everything the best part of yourself then you have no regret Mm -hmm. and then there's absolutely nothing wrong you might fail but you absolutely know you tried your best you tried you left it all out on the field you left it exactly everything field and and i think regret is the biggest killer of everything so that's 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 what i that's what i think i think victor the motivational speaker damn man thanks for sharing man i'm not gonna gonna charge you for that (laughs) (laughs) yeah man dude it was great having you yeah, thanks so um, much. We love you, dude. Thanks for sharing. I love you guys. Hey, everyone. It's Osue here. Thanks for listening to The Third Seat. Follow and subscribe, and make sure to rate us five stars. See you next time.